Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey with Britta Arnold about her hometown, Berlin and so much more. Well, Britta Arnold is a really born and bred Berliner who had never learned how to be one. That's one sentence in her biography and so true. She is part of the Bar 25 founders crew and yeah, since right from the beginning she spinned her records in Berlin and nowadays also worldwide, for example, on Burning Man, the Gardens of Babylon and wonderful destinations such as Dubai or Jordan, which we will talk about in the podcast interview. She will also talk about the time she spent in Thailand during COVID, her last gig she played before the lockdown happened and how she spent her time there. And big news are out today. The Berlin Travel Guide by Tunes and Wings is finally online. It includes the best and exclusive recommendations from local electronic music artists such as Britta Arnold, Anthem, DJT, Jan Blomqvist, Mad Motor Michael, Martha van Straten, Oliver Koletsky, Pauli Pocket and Rüde Hagelstein. Get your guide now, travel to Berlin or this guide is also a very good gift for all locals if you want to find out the spots of your favorite artists. It's yeah, nine artists, 160 tips and 216 pages. So Berlin summer will never get boring with this one. Check out tunesandwings.com slash shop to get yours. And now we will start with the interview with Britta Arnold. Enjoy! Britta, it's really hard to imagine Berlin without you. You were born and raised here and you became part of the Bar 25 family. And since then you were spinning the records all over the world. Um, your playgrounds include Burning Man, Gardens of Babylon and many clubs on this earth. It's a pleasure welcoming you to the interview today. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so let's start where it basically all ended or where you had your last gig, which was at SXM Festival, right? Yes. And after that you traveled to Thailand. Um, <laughs> tell us a bit your last gig, how was it? And um, about the time you had in Thailand. Yeah. So the last gig um, was actually really nice. So it was a big festival, but the um, vibe was already like a little bit stressy because yeah, DJs couldn't arrive anymore. So they were like, okay, they cannot come from Berlin anymore. Nobody can leave. Nobody can come to the festival, especially the DJs, the artists. Um, but yeah, the last party was like, we already had to disinfect our hands and mm -hmm. like, yeah, everybody was insecure. Um, I played on Thursday, the 12th of March, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. So it was actually, I had a lot of fun. Everybody was partying. And then, yeah, the gig was uh, was really nice. 
Then I heard about the lockdown, um, that everything is closed now, the clubs and everywhere, and I was like, okay, what to do now? My flight were over America, and I heard that you cannot fly to America anymore to go back to Berlin, and then I decided, okay, what to do now? And I... Um, Actually, it was like, okay, then maybe I go back to Thailand. I played the 21st of February in Thailand in Kopangan on Las Paradise Festival. And I was like, okay, I go back. I make it happen to go back to Thailand. I had a great time there. And then I was flying to Canada and from Canada to Taiwan and 50 hours of traveling to go back to Kopangan. Yeah, that was really intense. And then I arrived in Thailand and then I stayed actually two and a half months there. So, yeah, there was a lockdown as well, so it was all insecure a little bit, but then I had a nice house at the beach and um, met amazing friends. And, yeah, I was like, okay, what to do from here? How can I help? Because everybody started doing live streams. And I was like, okay, make a live stream. But it was not the easiest one. And then we decided, my friends, Fenya and Peter, um, to make a special video like a yeah love stream we call it and yeah that was really really special and it took us I think like two or three weeks three weeks mm -hmm. to get it ready mm -hmm. to find people she had a lot of friends to help as a cameraman right. and um was a guy uh, Remy who was cutting and Tom was a camera production and then was another friend Danny he would make the pictures and yeah we had It was a really, really nice production. And, yeah. That sounds very nice. Back in paradise. Where mm -hmm. did you spend your lockdown? Mm, in paradise. <laughs> so it was at... at mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really paradise, yeah. definitely. But it was also kind of... I was struggling, of course. Mm -hmm. I was like in, in Thailand and I was... Yeah, I felt... One time I felt guilty. Oh, I'm here in the paradise. But on the other hand, I was like, okay, what should I do back mm -hmm. alone in Berlin? Not alone, of course, but mm -hmm. yeah, lockdown in my apartment and... So I decided to stay, but it was, then I wanted to go, then it was not really possible to go, of course, I was not sure if there are boats going, and then mm -hmm. actually boats were going, but then I didn't want to leave anymore, so it was like a lot mm -hmm. of like ups and downs, also like mentally, oh, what to do, what's happening, uh, like everybody lost the jobs, of course, and everything got cancelled and cancelled, and it was also really tough, and they had different regulations as well, like... There was a complete curfew from 10 to 4 in the morning and you don't know what's happening now when everything, yeah, it's happening. So it was kind of difficult. And how did you feel the first days? Was it more like, wow, I need to be productive now and everyone's producing? Or was it more like, could you really also calm down, relax and enjoy the silence? Uh, for me, it was more like I really wanted to do uh, music. So I had some friends there and we make some music there together um, there's like a the track also comes out on Hard House now what we made uh, with just Julian and uh, DJ Leon so that will be released and I was really like oh I want to make more music I finished a remix for the Noventa and then uh, I changed houses and then I needed to yeah to organize okay how can I build up here a nice little studio 
So I was checking on an island who can help me and then I found some spaces where I could mix stuff and so I was really like, okay, I want to be productive and I did some some yeah. interviews and I um, did some podcasts and I got actually, for me it was good to come down to mm -hmm. like get more creative because mm -hmm. with all the traveling before I didn't have so much time to stay in the studio to make music I always wanted to but then yeah time flew by and yeah. uh, it was it was a, a lot before so the first the first weeks actually I really enjoyed mm -hmm. to come down and get healthy I got like completely on a healthy path like yeah. it was actually quite nice the first one two months yeah. well, so you when did you come back actually first of may first of may oh, yeah wow <laughs> so i would say i mean we're here at the beautiful holz market now um but let's stay a bit um on mind traveling um yesterday when we had a short call you mentioned that you really like to play in the destinations jordan and dubai and i'm really interested about this because yeah. those are really destinations that maybe not everyone knows about in terms of electronic music traveling in terms of clubs and festivals yeah so what do you like about the scenes in those countries uh jordan for example um yeah there's like a really big uh crowd as really enthusiastic And I played that three times, I think, yeah, three times already. And uh, the organizers, the promoters are super, super nice. And the crowd is really, like, on fire. So, uh, yeah, and I, it's also more like I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. Before I came there, I was like, okay, yeah, you have, like, the cliche in your head. And then, from, like, oh, let's see what's going on. But it was, the, the even, like, the whole country is super beautiful when you drive through it. And then, like, yeah, you have in your head, like, also, how is it with the rights for women and mm -hmm. stuff. And it was really open and free and open-minded, actually. Especially in the scene, it's not the super big scene, but it's it's a scene there, and I didn't expect it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really beautiful to see. So, what are the clubs and festivals that you attended there? Oh, there was only that one. Okay, uh, it's a cluster. Uh, cluster. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That is a festival. Oh, like it's actually a club. Mm -hmm. It's actually a, a really cool club. So, and the people, how do you? What, Do they really appreciate electronic music because they maybe don't hear the big artists so often? Or what was the feeling that you had to the crowd? Oh, no, they built up something really nice there over the last three years, I guess, or maybe longer. But So there are like a lot of big artists mm -hmm. going there and playing there. Nice. So And they're like really... I mean, with the internet nowadays, everybody is actually a music affine or can be music yeah. affine. So you can get like the knowledge what what's happening in the scene, yeah. what kind of music is in. So I had the feeling they really know what they like and what, mm -hmm. they, yeah, what they want. And what about Dubai? Dubai have really good uh, friends as well. Like uh, it's a cool scene like, called Deep Like. Mm -hmm. And they're doing, um, they're doing like also amazing events. 
there is a little bit more difficult because the alcohol you can only drink in hotels. Mm -hmm. So most of the venues are like in hotels. But the last venue I played um, for Deep Like were like in a boat. It was the old, um, what is the name of this cruise ship? Like an old big cruise ship, but it's not driving anymore, mm -hmm. not, not flowing around. And they have in a the basement, they made like the the club super and that cool. was super super yeah. nice and also the their friends for me and they, i invite them to my grimmet brew at katablau and so yeah the, it's like also a really nice little scene what is the most um remarkable thing that maybe happened to you while traveling traveling to different countries what is like one thing that you still have in mind that you tell other people when they ask you about your travels Maybe it was about something that happened in a club or on a festival or maybe people were so lovely where you didn't expect it. Oh, it's always this question. I don't know. <laughs> There are like so many nice experiences I had. Mm. Maybe in the last year to break it down a bit. In the last year. Oh. Or maybe one dish that you had that was so delicious one dish i had ah uh, there I, like i don't know why it comes back to my mind but it's the thailand and i love the thailand food so much yeah and um what is your favorite pad thai or is it more like spring roll what is it called it's pao lak no lak lak pao Like pow, I think it is called. This was rice and it's kind of a fried rice with some tofu and oh, nice. like uh, chili and basil. And yeah, really, really nice dish. I did even like a cooking course actually in Thailand. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a cooking course with my friend, with my knee, Max Reinhardt and Kati and some friends together. We were like eight people and then we learned like fried rice, pad thai and the curry. Oh, it was nice. really, really nice. Yeah. I always wanted to cook pad, uh, pad thai at home, but yeah. I think it needs to be that special I, sauce that you need to make, right? It's special sauce in it, three different sauces, yeah. but it's also the way what you put in first. Mm -hmm. Like, it's same with fried rice. I, uh, I thought always you put like the rice first and then the egg yeah. and stuff, but you put first the egg and then the rice. And it's like kind of the way how you do it, f like what you do first. And, yeah. Cooking class with Cooking class. <laughs> I'm really not a good chef. I'm really not a good chef. I actually forgot most of it from the cooking class. But, yeah. But then let's go back to Thailand. <laughs> go back to Thailand, exactly. Um, let's go back to Berlin for now. Yeah. Um, there's a really nice sentence in your biography. It says, a born and bred Berliner who never had to learn how to be one which I find really interesting <laughs> without saying what I think it could mean. Um, uh, maybe you can tell us a bit about the sentence and what you mean with it. Oh, that's kind of difficult too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like a real Berliner is like really warm from the heart, I think. A really actually open person, but it takes a while to go to mm -hmm. come to this point like I think a Berlin person is not like the most in the first place open like hey how are you what's your name huh? mm -hmm. it's more like you need a while to like mm -hmm. yeah see if it's real or not mm -hmm. I think and this is also a little bit like for me um, I'm like yeah 
I like to get a little deeper instead yeah. of like being like oberflächlich. What yeah. is the name? On the surface. Uh, yeah. yeah. I have the same actually. Yeah. 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 But I also find it very interesting that Berlin, of course, it's now a hyped city yeah. and everyone wants to be part of this hip, cool city. Yeah. And the main word that comes into my mind is everyone has to be so authentic when you come to Berlin. <laughs> But on the other point, it's already like this pressure that it's so yeah. unauthentic yeah. to really want to belong to this. Yeah. How yeah. do you see this as I, Berliner? I, to I totally agree with yeah. it. Like uh, being authentic is like what everybody should be. Yeah. But from the natural state of being and not like I really want to be authentic now yeah. I have to fit in this and this mm -hmm. and this and I'm gonna wear this clothes because it's so hip to wear yeah. that in Berlin or you have to go to this place because this is the hippest one and yeah. I I think like Berlin was, is always so creative you can even like out of this like mm -hmm. come naturally yeah. authentic yeah. Yeah. maybe also for younger people this is really a harder part when they move to Berlin in younger ages um But yeah, you can get lost as well. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of the movie um, außer, uh, Tage außerhalb der Zeit, the documentary about Bar 25. Yeah. And um, you were part of that group since right from the beginning. And I want to make a short time travel back to that uh, time, back to that beginnings. How was that for you now from the retrospective when you look back to that time? And what is the feeling that you that comes up when thinking about this? Uh, definitely that is my home and my family that comes up. And of course now being in the now, I'm being in the now, but uh, um, the time what I had, there together with all my friends what we all created was like yeah unforgettable yeah it's, uh, it's a really big part of my life yeah and I made so much progress and I learned so much there and yeah I yeah best time what was the most remarkable thing that you remember from that from that time oh my god there were so many there were so many even was like Playing with my uh, with my best friend um, as a Trümmertanten, having like the craziest <laughs> yeah DJ set as I call it DJ sets. So it's like performances actually, uh, and there's so many, there are so many amazing moments we shared there together. Mm -hmm. uh, and then of course uh, I played my first set at Bar 25. Actually, my first live gig yeah. for my best friend's birthday it was 2006 and then I stopped it and did the Bar 25 label like I was a, a part of it and then um, I did my first DJ gig also 2009 mm -hmm. and I will never forget this of course where like the next chapter journey started Yeah. so my friend uh, he came and said like you have to play now you have to go out of your office you have to do it and he pushed me and I'm still thankful for that that he came and was like yeah Hugo was it he was like hey you have to go out now we have to play and yeah since then like everything else is like No, was rolling. <laughs> wow. I imagine, uh, I wish I would have been part of that time or I wish I would already been in Berlin during that yeah. time because that really sounds amazing. Um, 
the bar 25 actually transformed to Tukata Holzig, now Tukata Blau, and with the beautiful Holz market where we are in right now. Um, would you say the area has grown up a bit also with the crew that is running it? Um, I mean, we all grow all the time. We should all grow all the time. I feel here now on the side, it's definitely the spirit from Bar 25 is still there. The place is still magical for yes. me. Like magical is always this word, but it is for me yeah. really like the spirit is here. And of course, we're getting all older and people get kids. And, um, Yeah, I think that's a natural yeah. way. And But still, we are in shites inside and getting crazy and partying and doing our thing. Yeah. yeah. But I really like you because right now you have that kindergarten over exactly. there. You have yeah. a wonderful cafe with healthy smoothies, acai bowl. And, and nice passerie and yeah. like the wine bar. And like still we have the cut and blow next door. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So you still and have that. Like yes. the studio complex and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, we still have this community yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you still have that core, that club that is what the spirit is all about but it's several parts have been built around it and that's yeah. what I really really like yeah, yeah. yeah and too. to to fit actually that current um, zeitgeist also to combine different fields of life yeah, yeah. um Yeah, we are here in summer in Berlin now because gigs are cancelled, travels mm -hmm. are cancelled. Um, you are part of the Berlin Travel Guide of Tunes and Wings, which yes. I'm really, really happy about. Uh, you revealed. Thank you for you that. I'm happy for it to be <laughs> part of it too. <laughs> yeah, we just um, had a first look at the book. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really um, nice to see all the beautiful places in it. And I think this summer is really special because we are not able to travel. So, we discover our city in a different way yeah, um, exactly. how was that or how is the summer here for you did you discover new spots or mm, yes especially now when I see the book there are so many things I really want to do and they're like oh my god I want to do this and this and the other day I was like in Tempelhofer Feld where I haven't mm -hmm. been for a long time to sit in a park and to enjoy friends and now I have time to like be on birthday parties I get asked if I can come for a birthday yeah. parties again or barbecues or something like this what was not really happening anymore nobody asked me because I was most of the weekends not in Berlin yeah. and this is actually so nice to Uh, have the time now yeah. to discover really different things. And yeah. there are so many things I really want to see and want to do. Even if I saw the book now, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, Thai Park, I want to go there. Thai yeah. <laughs> Park again. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we talk about one spot that you um, put in the book, which I'm really happy about. It's Cookie Cream. Um, tell us a bit in your personal words about that spot and why you choose it to be part of the book. Mm, I'm. I really like as vegetarian restaurant. What is like in the back of some of a building where you, it's not easy to find. And I had some nice uh, dinners there already with friends. And um, yeah, the, the the chef is also a friend, friend, and like there's also the connection to the cutter crew. And the food is just incredible. It's so nice and so yeah. tasty. And yeah, also the atmosphere, I really like, I really like that one. 
Yeah. Super nice. So what's cooking in your background right now? I mean, you are running also the Happy Camper Records label. Yeah. You are producing in your studio. What can mm -hmm. people expect from you in the next weeks or months? Mm, they're like a Happy Camper Records. Yeah, it's going very well. We have a next release coming out from Job Menke and Anders and Noah Q, my label partners. And then the next EP is mine. Um, with the Kadosh remix uh, that will come out, I think, in end of August or September. And then I did the track um, together with the Jungle guys um, on Hard House. It comes mm -hmm. out actually next week, uh, the 6th of August, so next week. And then I did the remix for a friend to Zenoventa for a label from Ali Farani. And I'm finishing at the moment three other tracks. So I'm nice. actually quite productive and creative at the moment and then I um, working with Eva together we did one of the psychedelic breath meditation which was amazing yeah it was so much fun it yeah. was the first time for me and I really really enjoyed it so um, the 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 whole Corona thing, lockdown, had also the positive thing for me that I get more in the healing mm -hmm. and and like more in like doing fasting, doing like yeah. yoga, doing like uh, yeah, even psychedelic, exactly yeah. doing really nice to myself. Yeah, and um, yeah, that, that we're gonna do again. If I'm me, we really want to do like another psychedelic breath. Uh, I need to say something about it because yeah. it was actually my for, for, uh, fourth psychedelic breath session with Eva and the first with you and actually <clears throat> after every session I was like oh okay I was so introvert I was still inside myself I wanted to be quiet I didn't want to talk yeah. but the session with you the music selection was so nice it beamed me I told you it beamed me back to garbage and oh, I nice. imagined <laughs> dancing on Ibiza in the summer so it was really like I don't know it gave me a nice feeling and I wanted to share this experience with oh, other people so, so nice. I was really really happy afterwards oh that makes me also really <laughs> happy uh, yeah I had the feeling also like a lot of people released a lot and yeah, yeah and for me it was also quite a um, preparation before like okay to choose different sound and how we play together yeah. and yeah to touch people like inside and, yeah. yeah you really did yeah <laughs> super happy about it <laughs> is there anything you want to share that I didn't ask you mm, yet I was thinking what else is cooking at the moment um Mm, about this, uh, what to come back to this jungle stream? The, mm -hmm. the thing when we did, you can watch it now on YouTube. Oh, it's like really beautiful, and it makes you feel like, oh, I want to travel again and to sh uh, to um, uh, spread some hope mm -hmm. that yeah, everything will be open again, and that yeah, hopefully people get more healthy and we get like in a better place with the whole world and yeah that everybody is nicer to each other and takes care of each other yeah. and yeah thank you so much for the interview it was a pleasure talking to you and once again thank you for being part of the travel guide thank you so much <laughs> really happy <laughs> 
Welcome back. I hope this interview was as inspiring as I found our conversation. Um, as I said, Britta is part of the Berlin Travel Guide and we did this interview in her studio on the Holzmarket. Holzmarket is also part of this travel guide and you can get your copy either as print book or ebook on tunesandwings.com slash shop. Thank you so much, Britta, for taking the time for this interview. And it was a real pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>